0: Jackie Case and Laurie Kilmartin! Jackie Case and Laurie Kilmartin! It's the
1: Jackie and Laurie show! The Jackie and Laurie show! It's the Jackie and Laurie show! The Jackie and Laurie show! show. Uh, Hello! Hello! I... This used to be a Hilton, Lori Kilmartin. Oh, no. And in the last week, it turned turned into an individual. And so I get no points. <gasps> and I'm in downtown Silver Spring. So I'm excited. There's an Ethiopian restaurant, like, right around the corner. But I, um, this day is a. This day's it's it's shot as far as like the weird food that I've already eaten.
2: Right. It's a um, like travel day. Did you is it was it did you have a
1: layover? Yeah, but um I got bumped up. I mean, the best of all worlds, I got bumped up to first class. All right. So and I, I was at the sky anything. club. Now I'm furious. I'm at the sky club. I get bumped to first class. The um, but the but here's here's where it's all sad, is that um, I went to dinner last night with like ten other comics, and I had to come home and pack, and then I only had three hours of sleep. So this day, I'm sleepy. Is what we're it's saying? Very sleepy. And I said, "Sure, you guys look like you had a good time." Oh, we did. Yeah, it was nice. It was really fun. And, um, just, yeah, it was, um, and then, yeah, so I, 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 set my lift this morning to pick me up at 325, but I wrote 325 wow. PM. So at 315, I was like, why, why don't I have any announcements of where, my Lyft driver is. And so I just ordered another one. And then at around three, three o'clock today, I got a ping on my phone saying your Lyft driver is going to be there in about a half an hour. And I'm like, Oh, allow me to cancel. So I canceled that. No, no penalties. I make it to the Baltimore airport. I get out of the Baltimore airport and, um, the budget line has 16 people in it, budget rent And there are two people working the counter, which is par for the course this, the, these days. Right. And so one of the women <laughs> takes, like, three people, and then she turns to the other woman and says, all right, well, I'm going to go to lunch. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and the entire line sort <laughs> of lost their collective minds. <laughs> Though this woman in front of me said oh man I want to get upset but I got upset earlier today which was the greatest <laughs> line I think I think I needed to hear that line I was like oh yeah, yeah I was irritated control. wow
2: <laughs> I only allow myself one freak out a day when I travel
1: wow I was like oh my god the sanity of this that one sentence mm-hmm. and um, and then you know another 40 minutes go by and uh, <laughs> so I finally get a car I get the car. I leave, you know, there's a lot of rigmarole of getting out of the lot, not of the yeah, thing. Yeah. And so I finally And by the way, I am in rural Maryland. Right. Um and and Everywhere in rural Maryland feels like I'm about to become, uh, come up on like a war reenactment fight. <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, turn ways is like turn left on Old Ridge Road. And I was like, is this where Stonewall Jackson's troops shot him accidentally? <laughs> so I was like- i was oh my god it's missionary ridge which i don't think is around (laughs) here at all but it was like all i could think was it felt like civil war like there was going to be guys with like tin tin plates reenacting some terrible battle that um doesn't need to be reenacted quite honestly (laughs)
2: um well that's awful so you're in your hotel room and uh Why are, I can't believe a week ago they switched it so you don't get
1: points. That's ridiculous. It felt personal. And I have to also say that it's, I would take it personally. (laughs) It's 83 degrees. And I don't think this is blowing out air conditioning. It's just blowing out air. And, oh, and there's no, like the way my laptop is set up. I had to cannibalize, like, an extension cord from a different place and, like, just sort of, I'm like, oh, oh, what? Okay. But uh, they did have in the closet of food by the check-in a banana and an orange. So I Um, I went in a fruit and vegetable way.
2: For some reason that part of the country always even though you're near Washington DC arguably the most important city in the in the world it um it just feels like everything's from the 70s like they stopped building anything new after Watergate and uh, they're like it's all right
1: it's all <laughs> they do left. It, <laughs> it has a vibe where everyone's like yeah i'm going to leave
0: like it <laughs> literally feels like people feels like just left
1: drop everything and run like, well, you know, it was only a two year plan. I was elected for six years. Maybe it's that, maybe it's that vibe. Yeah. There's,
2: why would you invest if you, you're in the house of representatives? Why would you even buy a lamp for
1: where you live? (laughs) (laughs) Right. It's very possible. So
2: yeah. Did I tell, I think we recorded our podcast a couple of weeks ago that before I had a horrific jet blue day. That I tweeted about. And then by the time we sur- did I tell you about this? I left New York You had
1: you had bad
2: ones in a row. So, so I So recap, recap. For some reason, you know that the week, week and a half I was there, I was banging out the spots, right? And right? Then I have no idea why I would do this to myself. But I booked a flight leaving at seven in the morning on Sunday. Why? Why? I would like to go back and interrogate that. That's the only time that's time (laughs) machine for not to kill babies. I would say, what the fuck are you thinking? A 7 a.m. flight? So much so that when when Jeff Blue sent me, you know, their little email, I'm like, oh, 7 p.m. It's leaving you. I guess it's leaving you later than usual. Usually the afternoon flights, uh, you know, uh, a 5 p.m. Okay, I'll just. All right, cool. (laughs) <laughs> and um so, of course, I slept through the flight. As I'm as I'm leaving. Oh no,
1: you didn't tell me. Oh, totally this. did. I totally did. And
2: didn't know okay. it all day. Did my workout. <laughs> did all my stuff. Got got on. uh You know, took the train on the way to JFK. And uh, I'm trying to check into my flight, and it's not working. And I'm like, and then I start to. I'm like, this. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So then I had to buy a one way while I was at, in in this in the subway. Cause oh, I, right. I JFK anyway, and I had to buy a one-way ticket for for a flight that's leaving in like an hour. Oh my gosh, it was a lot of money, and I yep. was given the middle seat. Okay, um, all right. So that happens. That's annoying, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. Now, the, the flight I missed was a points flight, but it's still it's points I could have used at a different time. It's still, yeah. it's still Okay, so I, I sit. I'm in the flight. Right. And, oh, and it's going to LAX because the Burbank one, there's hardly any flights to go to Burbank. So it's an LAX. Flight. Okay. So I'm already pissed because I'm going to land. I have to, you know, get <laughs> from LAX to ugh, whatever. Oh. So the guy next to me, it's kind of a nighttime flight. The lights are down on the, in the plane. The guy next to me is like, he's, he's, he's fondling himself. His pants are on his, Its hand is not inside the pants. It's almost like, he's nervous. And this is how he comforts himself. You know, like if you were, and I were to go like this with our hair to twirl our hair, that's how he was touching his penis. Just kind of like, wasn't like he was getting off on anything. He was just comforting himself.
1: You did sort of a weird sort of picture of
2: him. I oh a video. Yeah. A video. A video. Oh, I was it? A video? video. In the the light was dark, and then of course it's the internet, so I posted it on Twitter, of course. And right. then two people like put it in their special software and lightened it up, and it was like, "Oh, he's really touching it.
1: He was." Oh, really good really lord. Touching it. Okay, how about a jacket over your lap, sir, if you need to hold yourself for comfort reasons yeah. while you travel. The thing is,
2: is the plane was totally sold out. So it wasn't like I could ask for another seat. And so if I was going to complain, I'd still be sitting next to a fondler. Right. Right. And what are they going to do? So I just was like, this is not, you know what? This is a filming opportunity for me. That's what I thought.
1: (laughs) Content. Always, always thinking about content. (laughs) <laughs>
2: See, I don't take it as a sexual assault. I take it as a content opportunity, Jack. Yes. Oh my
1: gosh. I, I advise many people to take things as content opportunities. Um, didn't, didn't Mark Marin take a picture of some douchebag politician next to him once oh. and put it on Twitter? Oh,
2: I thought he was he, he did. himself, or was he just sitting? No, he was just sitting there. They were both in first class. And, I wouldn't um, know about that first-class life. Maybe he tweeted it to you, Jackie. You, know, <laughs> you have a, a separate Twitter. I've
1: long suspected. <laughs> <laughs> a separate, just first-class Delta yeah. Twitter.
2: Mm. So, then, so then I um I sent the video to JetBlue, and they gave me $100. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Redundant. Ridiculous. 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 Uh, I you don't get paid for about. content. Yeah. So
2: it made my one way, which was like three eighty five at the last second, two eighty five. Okay.
1: I, All right. I have to say thank you to this gentleman. Oh my gosh, there was a there was a lot of discussion in the budget rent a card The guy next to me was like, "I'm gonna see if Avis has a car. I'm gonna see, <laughs> oh. a, I'm gonna see if Enterprise has a car." And I was like, "All right, I'll." see if this i mean that's i was like it's not like we don't have time to check right and uh so i did i checked around but i i'm picking up the car in baltimore and, and dropping it off in philadelphia oh so it would have been an extra i think hundred dollars no to one do wanted that. to rent to you and well and no there it would have been you know i'm just it i was like i don't because re- I had to delay this by a little bit because I couldn't get out of the yeah. airport fast enough to get here to so I could uh, sit in this room and uh, the um, that's what this but, podcast
2: is to you today
1: <laughs> uh, but I am I am glad to be here it is super hot yeah it's really hot here so I'm glad I brought a pair of shorts um, but I don't uh, I don't know what I'll do tomorrow. I always want to go see things when I'm in cherry trees. See the cherry trees.
2: This is when the cherry trees bloom.
1: I well, it looks like there a lot of things are blooming. So, um, I I just have to find out where they're being kept. <laughs> All right, <laughs> we went. Oh, we did. We hi- we took uh, the mama, Andy and uh, Andy hijacked the day, and we <laughs> spent uh, an hour and a half driving up to Lancaster to see the California poppies and it was gorgeous it was really i want cool. to do that so it's lancaster yeah you go to Lancaster. it's called uh the the reserve is called the antelope reserve uh, oh. valley reserve okay and you don't have to go into the reserve you could just pull over and drive up up a sort of a, a paved or dirt road yeah. park and then look around at some flowers and go holy shit there's a lot wow. of flowers and uh you should swear at the flowers they really enjoy that
2: i tried to grow some poppies they didn't grow why how come they're growing wild everywhere on the freeway i can't even grow them when i try to do it on purpose on the freeway, you can't grow a freeway flower you can't
1: grow things right there's trouble if you like we have an oleander and then Andy wants to do poppies, but I was like, you know, our neighbor two down, her name's Kathy, but she likes to be called Cat because she has dozens of cats, oh. and um, she has uh poppies all over her yard. And Andy was like, you realize? I said, well, why don't we plant some poppies? He said,
0: we don't have to.
1: In a couple of years, we're gonna have poppies, whether we want poppies or not. We're gonna have poppies, and. Uh, well so there you go i grew i grew squash from a seed i have little shoots little seedlings i also bought something charmingly called worm casings lori yeah worm yes. casings and i spread them all over the flower beds or the the vegetable bat, patch and then i actually bought a bucket of worms and i released worms into the world and they it uh i was psyched that well they say do it at sunset or or sunrise uh-huh. giving the worms sort of a a good a golfer's chance of getting <laughs> against
2: under, birds
1: <laughs> against the birds yeah. yeah
2: um yeah i was thinking cuz i'm watching the walking dead with my son it's so yeah, you are. so good and so i was like if i approached a camp what do i have to offer these people Besides like, I'm a stand-up comic, and they'd be like, Well, we already have Bobby Lee's already here. We don't need you. (laughs) (laughs) We already have too many stand-up comics. they say that at Helium.
1: (laughs) They're like, No, we already have Bobby Lee. uh, (laughs) But the uh here's the so I did an episode about the Walking Dead, because I didn't I read the first three trades. Mm-hmm. And I have always had an opinion about zombie movies and zombies in general. Right. Two things are going to happen: they're either going to cure zombieism, mm-hmm. or everyone's going to become a zombie.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then I had Debbie Gutierrez on the Dork Forest to talk about The Walking Dead, and she said, "You know what isn't about zombies, Jackie?" And I was like, uh, "It feels like it's about zombies." And she said, "No, it's a sociopolitical." uh, community building and the nature of power and how governments are created. And I was like, Oh, wow. I don't want to watch that either. But okay. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's
2: really good. And Stephen Yoon, uh, Mark, uh, interviewed, uh, Mark Marin interviewed on my WTF recently. And, uh, so he was talking about how it's his first big role. And, um, he was, uh, hold on. Let me, Um, It's his first big, well, like his first big role and how what he appreciated about it is because it's post society and post basically racist say structures. Like he wasn't, it wasn't an Asian role at all, you know? Okay. Like he was just this character named Glenn and he's part of these group of people that are trying to survive in this horrible situation. Uh, It's a good interview. You know me, I don't usually stick around for the interviews on uh, WTF. (laughs)
1: right well good for you for all i'm doing is i'm uh i've read these books and Mm -hmm. now i'm rereading them and then i just bought using my brother phil's credits two of them on audible Hmm. so i'm also read. i'm gonna listen to them (laughs) on audible uh it's the Maisie dobbs series it's entirely about world war one and here's when i read a book laurie know in your heart that it is not it doesn't stay read. It does not stay read. I skim a book. I want to know how it ends. And then <laughs> what that does is that gives me the opportunity to reread that book and go, Oh, look what happened anyway. And so, and then I listen to that book on audible and I can go, oh, what happened? And so and this is a, this is a three for, for me. This
2: is real nice. Oh well, I recommend if you have any other points left, get spare. Um, listen to spare. Listen to. Oh, Prince
1: it Peter. is listen it is listen. a giant ad right on top of uh, whatever. I heard Megan's not going to the coronation. She is not.
2: Megan is not. I had. I did already listen to an hour long spaces. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wait. So she was. They asked her, and she said,
2: "Well, Thanks. they were invited." We should tell the listener as well that we're taping this one. Almost immediately after we tape the other podcast, because Kyle's going to Japan, so we're front loading a lot. Thank I you. haven't done stand up comedy since it well for two nights, and I'm actually purging stand up comedy from my head until tomorrow night when I have a set. I just at <laughs> it
1: um, right because you just recorded your the yeah, long the this, hour. Yeah.
2: So and I just spent the last three weeks listening to sets every day, writing down tweaks. It's like I can't. I just need to disconnect. So anyway. So yeah, they were both invited and she, she said no, which I think was really smart. Um, now, uh, the British media is going to be furious that she's not there. Like she, she's no winning for her, you know, with the British media. If she
1: would have gone, they would have been pissy and and needled her about it. it. And if she, yeah. Right. So
2: he'll probably just zoom in. Like he'll, he'll do the, you know, watch the coronation and get the fuck out. And it'll be just be like, yeah, enjoy your Royal family of uh 75 year old white people that sounds like a lot of fun does, does he have kids
1: yet oh my fucking god yes, <laughs> yes. yes. Prince uh, how many? does he, he, he have one, one or two No. they have two Pecky. kids is he bringing Pecky. the kids no it's okay. prince archie's birthday on the 6th that's why that Megan Stane. I feel it's- like you've started another podcast and I've been
0: hijacked.
2: <laughs> <laughs> this is basic. I'm sorry. This is basic knowledge you should be having right now about oh how <laughs> get royalty. We have a princess, princess Lilibet who's seventh in line to the British throne is a Californian birth
1: child. There was a scene in the first wonder woman where they throw a a, a Gas chlorine bomb into a room, uh and that's what I want to do to all monarchies. Does that is that bad for <laughs> me? Or?
2: Yes, I totally understand. It, it's to, a complete waste of time. It it's feels my, like a real.
1: This is my real, real clock life. eater. Monarchies not, feel like it's a not real... a clock
2: eater. I'm saying. I mean, it's a waste of time. What's a waste of British people's time? It's a waste of their money. It's a waste of the.
1: It's a, it's a waste, right? I actually have a close friend who is a lady she's oh. in the late she's in she's a she she gets to say that she's a lady yes. and um but and she when when queen elizabeth died there were some you know there were there were some jokes made yeah she was like this actually offends me and you're <laughs> like well so sad too bad you know Wait, i she- mean following you on Twitter and you made a few jokes and she got mad. She's a friend of a friend of mine. She doesn't, you know, okay. and so, but the, what I have to say is that like when people, when I hear comics make Joe Biden jokes, yeah. I become vaguely irritated. Yeah. And it's not that I'm, and I am a Joe Biden supporter. I think that Joe Biden has been shoveling sand against the, the ocean for the last three years or whatever, okay. and yeah. he's doing a good job. But, um, I also don't want to be, I don't want to be known as a supporter of Joe Biden because he's boring. I think it's a little low hanging fruit, but we, you know, the dude is neither, he's not Hitler and he's not Neville Chamberlain. He is, you know, it it is, he's, he's a, a, I needed boring. I needed just someone who was going to fix the bridges. Right. I don't
2: know how we got into Joe Biden, but I will tell you anything that is a, seems like a Greg Gutfeld premise is not funny and it should be avoided comedically at any (laughs) cost.
1: And which is a Joe Biden joke.
2: Just anything of Joe Biden being old is a total Greg Gutfeld sort of riff on Joe Biden and being like old and dementia and all that kind of stuff. Like he is old uh, I don't think he has dementia at all nope. uh, I but think I think he is he a very
1: stutter. old dude
2: yeah. yeah he's an old guy old guys communicate in a way that makes them sound maybe dumber than they are sometimes or as dumb as they are oftentimes and he has a stutter as well so that that combo uh, you know is is it, he doesn't sound like Barack Obama. he doesn't yeah it's low-hanging Obama. fruit. yeah, you're right right. And it might not even be true. It's just like, it's, it's like, the it's, it, if you're going to, it's, it's a, an easy way to talk about politics to people who aren't into politics, which is Fox news viewers. They yes. are actually not into politics. They're into, into like easy interpretations of things. So,
1: yeah, uh, it's a, it's, it's, it's a, it's a pot shot that is. It, it has all the all the earmarks of not being well written. Uh, there's nowhere to go with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's any number of problems with that premise. They're just you can't make that joke amazing. And I say that and then I wait to hear that joke that's been made amazing. Yeah, uh do, but don't I, you don't have to prove me wrong? But maybe one day it'll happen. Maybe someone will tell some weird joke about oh, you know, Roseanne's fat, and they'll make it the best joke ever because that's also a you know just sort of a pot shot that doesn't make any sense, right? Right. But there's there's
2: also this desire, and I haven't watched a lot of late night. Uh, uh, monologues recently, but there's always this desire of, well, if I make, you know, a bunch of Trump jokes, I have to make one on the other side. So it's fair. And when he, so the easiest thing to say about Joe Biden is that he has dementia, right? Cause I right, don't know it's not true, but it's like, okay. So they did one Republican joke and one Democrat joke. Like it's, it's, all, that sort of thinking is very much how the news media is still trapped in uh, you know, we gotta have both sides and uh I gotta I'm a Leslie Stahl, so I'm gonna interview Marjorie Taylor Green, who is like verbally anti-Semitic and insane, and treat her like, well, I got it. it's a Republican. Like, no, you're talking to someone who belongs in a mental institution and not in,
1: a, in a <laughs> ah, I like that. I like that you said that that was fun for me. <laughs> um
2: Oh, oh, well, so like right before, cause I haven't done any comedy and, uh, I've been, I've been pulled out of it for several days.
1: Just, uh, I'm, yeah, I'm no longer a comic either. I thought about, uh, <laughs> you're, you're a, host. it's been a couple of days. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. Charmy
0: listeners, dog. it is Wednesday.
1: <laughs> it's Wednesday. <laughs> it's Wednesday. I know. I think oh, you did, you did your special on Saturday. Yeah. And you haven't done stand-up since Saturday? No, I didn't. Remember, I went, I
2: drove to Palm Desert on Sunday. And then I was like, I to hear these jokes out of my mouth. Like, within 24 hours, I was telling those jokes again. And I was like, no.
1: (laughs) That's right. No. Um, Yeah, I haven't done, I haven't done a show since probably Friday, Thursday or Friday. So I'm, I've been retired. I've been retired <laughs> since Sunday, and um, you have come out of
2: retirement to perform in Silver Springs, Maryland.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm. I'm looking forward to actually to these two shows. I'm not. Uh, the journey here was uh, just banana land, and yeah. it's. Uh, uh, I'm staying here two nights, and then I'm going to stay in, at the near the Philadelphia airport for two nights, and so. Um, I'm not getting any points for it cause I'm using points for those other two nights, but, uh, so be it. It's uh, I will, but I brought merch. All right. And that was me wrestling two pieces of luggage was also a pain in my, uh, there
2: How do you, uh, like someone says, I want a large. Do you just yeah. through a bunch of shirts? Do you have, cause you, uh, ideally they're in piles, size piles, but then they get all messed up. Right. I mean,
1: how do you deal with that? Here's what I do. I bring, first of all, three of each size, except for the dad shirts. I only bring two smalls because nobody has a small dad. <laughs> uh very few people have a small dad. Or the the smalls I sell are usually people who are like, I'm wearing this in front of my dad. And uh you're like, all right, do whatever. Do it, please hand me $20. And um, so but I have two ways that I I, I used to do like small, medium, large, XL, double X, triple, four X as a stack right behind the kind of shirt it was, right? The design. Right, right. right. Now I am doing smalls of all three designs, mediums of all three designs. I have stacks like that and they do get mixed up, you know, uh, you know, 20, 30 minutes into I mean, I only sell probably for 30 or 45 minutes, right? After the show. Mm-hmm. And then the blow-off is over. And that's what it's called the blow off. And uh, because a lot of people blow you off. Oh. And uh that was what we used to say at the football games anyway. Oh, I see. Um, but the um but yeah, so if you have to look for, but when I set it up, I set it up so that it's I I try to make it easy to just get to. And then um, when it gets all mixed up, you know, it gets all mixed up. And you only have one design, so there's How many of each do you bring? I don't know. I just bring as many as I can fit in the
2: suitcase. This is not a a habit I have yet. You do the the tour roll,
0: where like you roll them and then you mark size in tape around it. So you can pack. Some people do that. That's that's from my band days. That's always kind of what I picked up. And the marking on the tape was was a game changer for finding sizes.
2: I um. Yeah, I roll them up and I also I also bought seven different colors of ribbons. Ooh. And uh so like say my my mediums are a red ribbon, right? And so I I for each t-shirt I take a safety pin and I I just attach a ribbon to the label because the label sizes are very hard to read. They're very tiny. And even in good lighting, I have to squint. And so, you know, when it's like people coming at you, I don't want to look at stuff.
1: So, but now I had to memorize like seven colors. <laughs> yeah, this is the two of you out. are nuts. Just you're not, first of all, you have one design of shirt, which is, which is kind of great because you can just move that thing. Right. So I would bring, and this is for four or five shows. I would bring three of each size. and. um and just then leave the whole, it at that. Bring
2: the whole suitcase to the club at the beginning of the week or the run, and then just run
1: through it. Okay, I mean you can do that, but then it's. But if you have three of each size, it's easier to find sizes. Hmm. Right,
2: I I agree, but um, we'll see how.
1: But this- but if you want to, I mean. The, the idea of rolling each one, putting ribbon or tape around it so I know what size it is, uh, sounds like a whole other job to me. And then also yeah. people want to pick it up and look at it. And this is when when someone is just looking at it, one of the, uh, one of the things you can say to them is, well, what size do you think you'd be? And they're like, well, I'm just looking. And you're like, all right. And then you look at them and you go, well, this is a medium. And then once they touch it, they're gonna hand you twenty dollars. It's uh I don't know why. I didn't make the rule. I'm not you can do that
2: with me with my ribbon, uh, with my ribbon technique. No, mine aren't tight. Ty- you can take them out
1: together. You yeah. can take them out of the ribbon and then shake it out, and then you'll so, have to put it back with the ribbon. Yeah. No, I don't. The ribbon is a
2: safety pin to the tag, it's just
1: like an extra tag
2: sticking out that's like oh. four inches. So I all I, do I see. Is if someone wants a medium, I look for red ribbons and I, I look for that. ribbon. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like that. Now it is a pain in the ass to safety pin these, the ribbon, but while I'm listening to a podcast or something, I guess it's doable.
1: And well, I, I, I made those stickers mm-hmm. and then I had to, and then I asked Andy if he would lay them out onto an eight and a half by 11 so I could print them on my printer and then, um and then use the cutting and so he was like why are they all different sizes and I said because I'm using adobe express instead of photoshop and he was like I said well if you make me a photoshop template for a three by three sticker I will he's like I can't even get those images into that template and so I had to kind of start over I worked on photoshop for those stickers for an hour and a half I walk into the house I'm like I have a screaming headache because uh, I don't know how to use Photoshop. So it took an. I was like, okay, and and then Andy pointed up Photoshop's and he a lot. In, Photoshop's a lot, but now I have templates and it should be easier going forward. But um,
0: but
2: like all these, like Photoshop's the the big daddy of all. Uh, you know that kind of software. That kind of and Premiere, software. yeah. Premiere is is video editing, and Illustrator is more for including yes. like calligraphy, kind of wording, kind of stuff like right. that. Right? Adobe
1: Express is idiot proof. But
2: I'm and saying it. is the grandpa. Adobe invented it basically, and then all these now these little all these little apps, Canva, blah 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 blah. So they they steal some of Adobe because they know we know how to use it or we're used <laughs> to it, and then they go, let me put my little twist on it. So oh, I gotta learn your fucking twist because you want to be original. Just use the same letters <laughs> in the alphabet that everyone uses. Don't make mm-hmm. us wrong letters. Fair enough. That's all. You're not wrong. Thank you. That's all I want to hear.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, but I am, but yeah, because Andy bought the Adobe Suite for his own stuff and you yeah. can wow. have two, no you noise. can have two accounts. Wow. And so I, I get, I get, I reap the benefit of that. Nice. And except for that, I only want to use Adobe Express, but they, whatever <laughs> image I've stolen from stock Google, search Google image, you know, whatever the ratio is, that's what the ratio is going to be. So, but now what I have to do is I have to bring the image that I've stolen from stock footage of, it's, is it stolen? It's public domain, most of it, I believe. Like one, one image was a coffee cup, another image.
2: It's not. Jackie. I ask you, can we complain that people stream our albums instead of buying
1: them? If we're stealing images and saying hey, no, well, and we I'm using that—that's what I'm. Uh, I am uh, saying for sure that a stock image, stock okay. image. So
0: the record jacket um, cut out of an '89 Mazda Hatchback I used in the first cut was free rights. Oh, good. I went and searched well, just to make it, yeah. sure
1: it was i was uh I, uh who was i talking to And i said i don't know if it needed a segue there but it would have been nice if it would have been a segue
0: Actually, come uh, up but once i added that little honk sound and i had been sitting in front of an editing screen for 10 hours i couldn't stop laughing and it was my new guy so it made it in that first cut
2: uh listen, well, they've segued into talking about jackie's special without informing you what they're talking about i have royal questions
0: too we can split it
1: <laughs> right um i uh yeah so i like uh i like the idea of it because i i just wanted it to be what it was and it turns out kyle has a sense of professionalism mm-hmm. and he wants there to be <laughs> production values and it's all very nice uh but uh <laughs> i was talking to jasmine ellis last night about it and she said well, you know the real problem with it because I I was showing her the cl- the the clip and she said, is that they reward you if it's high death and that is not. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, that's because it's funnier. Uh, and I said, I'm going to have to live with the fact that because it's it's essentially me just staring into the ass of uh of a rear cam- camera. It looks backup.
0: different than any other thing somebody has shot. Can, like can I
2: can I offer an idea? Can you? Yeah. Can you play the video and record the video with a different camera that's 4K so that it, it it if that's what they're looking for, they read it as 4K, even though it's the image it's looking at is blurry or scratchy or whatever. Oh, can you export it as there's, 4K there's
0: ways we can do that? That's 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 uh that's a conversation a Jackie and I will have when I'm back from Japan at some point.
1: <laughs> right. Or uh, cause you're gonna send me because you can you can send me the the files.
0: Yeah. Um it's uh, uh, the second run is out. Like I sent it to you. So the the new version is out there and it's just uh, the uh, stabilizing stuff. My computer at a certain point was like, man, I need to go to bed real fast. And uh, so it's now doing all the, the stabilizing and stuff.
2: You know, normally I would complain about what I think should be a private conversation between the two of you, but it's Wednesday and I have. I just wanted
0: to guide you. us into a break.
2: Okay.
1: <laughs> hey, you guys, let's take a break.
2: Hey there, beautiful people. I am your favorite authoress, Travel Anderson, of We See Each Other, a black trans journey through TV and
0: film. You know this is supposed to be a promo for our show, Fantai, and not your book, right? It's called Multitasking. I can't with you right now. Travel <laughs> and I have an award-winning <laughs> show called Fantai that we both host, and it's a podcast where we dig into the complex and complicado mm-hmm. conversations about the gray areas in our lives.
2: Perhaps there is a public figure of some sort, and you're like, oh, that person's so smart and so charming, but you're also like, oh. That person gets on my
0: nerves. Okay, okay. You can catch us every week right here on Max Fun or wherever you get your slay-worthy audio.
2: And you can watch us on the YouTube every Friday.
0: That's Fanti. F-A-N-T-I.
2: And
1: let's talk about our comic of the
2: week, Lori. Oh, okay. So this lady I worked with um, at the Comedy Manor last week. She was super funny. Her name is Hannah Rochlin. I think I'm saying or, or Rochelein. Uh, she's on Instagram as Hander Pump Rules, H-A-N-D-E-R Pump Rules. Hannah is spelled like the normal Hannah. And then Rocheline is R-O-E-S-C-H-L-E-I-N. Uh, she's just really funny. I hadn't seen her before. She's very, oh, I forget which city she said she's from, but she just moved to New York. So she's working out in New York. She might've been from Chicago. I'm not really sure. But anyway, uh, really funny uh short sharp jokes uh great you know from a dedicated point of view you know she's not wandering in the woods looking for a
1: persona it is there <laughs> <laughs> she is not she yeah. is not she is an incredibly strong stage presence and then yeah. and because I only got to see the I got to see the reels on Instagram and uh the material is well written and yeah. really strong uh point of view and, and stage presence. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What so, is her handle? Hand just pump, pump rules.
2: Hand her you pump go. Rules on Instagram. It'll be in the notes. <laughs> It'll um, be in the notes. No one checks our notes. I bet they've never been looked at. What do you think? I, I think, think they have notes of a podcast.
0: That's where you go get the comic of the week information. So I assume Who you go there it? every week.
1: Who gets it? Who go to JackieAndLaurieShow.com. Well, give and it a go week. to the. Co- or give it a few weeks. And uh, it's, you know, as of right now, there's only 1 million. In three weeks, there'll be another 12 that Lori has updated. Um, I keep,
2: like, I i save the password in Chrome or Safari, whichever browser I open it up in. And every, like, four weeks, it loses the password and I have to do oh, the whole thing again. And half the time, it doesn't my Jackie and Lori email doesn't show up and it's just like a thing. And then I was distracted <sighs> by something else. And then two weeks go by, I go, Oh yeah, I fucking,
1: whatever, you know,
2: it's, uh, it's I, just get, a re- it
1: is. I get a recurring email from, uh, cause the Dork forest, I moved from Libsyn to megaphone, the Spotify, um, app, okay. because my, um, my advertiser, uh, my advertising company that, that sells advertising for the Dork forest. Yeah. They were like, we'll pay for your megaphone thing. And I was like, okay. And it's got that thing much like, do we, what are we on Kyle?
0: We're on a simple cast,
1: simple cast. It has that place where, where, um, ads can be changed, right? There's tick marks, right? And then they they can update the ads going forward kind of thing. So, um, megaphone has that as well. What I did, what I didn't know is that, uh, I seem to have agreed to let Spotify advertise on the dork forest as well. Hmm. And I can tell them that I don't want, you know, political ads or smoking ads or sex toy ads, or I would I could tell them categories, but I don't know every, every category. Like, I don't, you know, is it going to be, like if I if someone gonna be listening to it then all of a sudden I'm gonna get an email going, I don't know why you had a bouncy house ad. Actually I wouldn't mind that. Hmm. But um <laughs> but the weird thing is is I I the reason I switched was because Lipson wasn't pushing the show to Google Play, to the Google Podcast app. And um it turns out Megaphone was doing it for a while and then they stopped doing it. So I don't know what I've done wrong. And there's a big part of it that doesn't care, but there's a listener who cares. And we uh, are yeah. meant for this. We're Canadians. We
2: should just be telling jokes at night. I try to log into our site. It's on Weebly. Weebly is bombopi square, so not square. (laughs) Oh, Oh, but we're hosted by Bluehost and uh, we're powered by WordPress. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: Are you? Can (laughs) I just walk in and add a name? right you're just trying to add a couple more comics to a list yes just yes it's not it shouldn't be and right it's so true <sighs> I will <laughs> so Easter we had a nice Easter did you have a nice Easter <laughs> <laughs> my, my kid
2: has no idea what the Catholic Church is how bad it was how bored I was he doesn't. <laughs> it. And I'm like, I should just drag you to mass one of these days and let you just sit through one so you can oh, sense it. He should be psyched it 45
1: Sunday. minutes.
2: What? If it's only 45
1: minutes. He should
2: it be psyched. Like an hour and a half all the time, at least.
1: At you least. know how long the Armenian uh, services are? Three hours. Yeah,
2: that's what I'm, ga- I'm gathering since your Easter went till 4 p.m.
1: Yeah, the East, okay. well, we didn't I didn't go to church. You we just you,
2: you don't have to do this anymore. You are a grown up. You can let this go and sleep that Sunday.
1: <laughs> uh except for well what, what we did do is we ended up playing an we played uh the tabletop role playing game that was already scheduled for that day. Oh. But there aren't any churchgoers amongst the gamers. Uh, <laughs> some people are Jewish, some people are atheists. Some people right. have whatever pantheon they're enjoying. Right, um, right. So, but I bought a ham and we made deviled eggs and I made bread, and then other people brought like a boatload of chocolate. So the last four days, I, I'm having I'm having trouble closing my hands again. You guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! The inflammation is back because I just
2: Wait, ate. What? the worst what, food. What food does that to you, do you think? I That's think
1: it, it might be sugar, but it, okay. might be great. it might be white flour. I don't know what it that, is. That is an interesting <laughs> side effect. And
2: then you can track it to a certain day's food is really interesting
1: and strange. It is interesting and strange. And I don't want to be that hippie. I, I would like to Uh, this is supposed to be old school peasant stock. It's supposed to be able to eat nitrates until I'm 93 and then fall over in a heap. Uh, but, uh, and it's done me well until now. I'm, I'm going to, all those old school peasants,
2: uh, were were murdered by the time they were 45,
1: right? They did die in their 40s. Yes. Like, like they were grizzled and old and their hands were super red and gnarled. So uh, I've amazing. already outlived all of them. <laughs> uh
2: yeah. Um let's see I didn't uh, we didn't do anything special for Easter except I felt that pang of guilt of I, I don't do enough for my son. You know, I haven't exposed him to enough things, etc. But uh, other than that, you know. Wow, I feel
1: like you've exposed him to so many things. And now he has that dog. Um, Did I tell you about the dog this morning? No. This morning? No.
2: So um, she, you know, I, I went and bought chicken breasts at Ralph's. And uh, it was for chicken breasts. So it's on a really long tray, you know, a, a plastic tray, as chicken breasts are when they're presented in a <laughs> 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 Underneath the chicken breast is like this, this pad. You know what I'm talking about, like a white pad that absorbs, I guess, the blood and stuff like that. Um, and um, base, yeah, Rohita called it a menstrual pad for for poultry which yeah anytime you uh, buy food like that meat like that there's like that pad right
1: yeah yeah it's just you're buying meat so so this is a long way to tell me but what then what happened
2: listen there's a reason i'm giving you this unnecessary level of detail i love it miss pitbull eats eats the entire pad (laughs) and so i went on twitter i'm like what what am i I, supposed to do i might throw up (laughs) there's a reaction of let her pass it to my dog did this and almost died so i go to the emergency vet and uh they gave her a look and they said she'll she'll probably pass it she probably chewed it pretty hard into little particles and uh, they they could have induced vomiting but they suggested not and, right. and that was $175. <laughs> so now, wow. he's not allowed in my room because I am not going to, that is not going to get passed on my duvet at all. No. So she's out there growling.
1: Growl, mm-hmm. keep growling. I don't keep, keep growling. Uh, I'll tell you, we had to take Tyson in because Tyson's got a limp. Oh, no. And uh, Tyson's not, you know, Tyson was Chris's dog. So I was, and, and. Uh, Tyson, she had gotten Tyson some gabapentin. I
2: don't uh, know what
1: it is, it's just Advil, it's a fancy Advil for dogs, but it's a low dose. So that, um, but whatever it is, we we take uh, we we take Tyson in to get an x ray, and Tyson is a caricature of a dog, so he's always like, Where are we going? Oh, the vet. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, is it still fun? No, no, and so like he has the worst short-term memory so he's like oh it's fun oh it's not wait a minute and uh he kind of reminds me of myself a little bit in that way uh but they (laughs) they do the x-ray and it turns out he's got a bone spur uh because he's a 10 11 year old dog and so he'll be limping now a little bit but for the most part he's fine but like when he gets up in the morning he just has to stretch out a little bit and you know i take him for walks and that was $250 do you have dog insurance no I want to get dog life insurance and then when they die (laughs) I want to go to college funny (gasps) Uh. (laughs) that's (laughs) such a comic thing just funny
2: (laughs) (laughs) I have a ASPCA I think they'll reimburse me for this because I think we already blew through the deductible when she cut her paw um, but uh yeah, I mean at some point pe- people are spending a lot of money taking care of their pets. Yeah. I think to be heartless, but <laughs> you're a human and you know, you're a comic, you know.
1: Yeah. You don't have a lot of money. Nope. Nope. But uh and I've done and I've done those jokes, and I did those jokes before we had pets. Uh and uh we just had Tiberius, and I'm when- doing it now.
0: <laughs> T- tiberius
1: the uh the iguana uh andy was like he had a place to bring tiberius if tiberius was gonna ever get ill but mm-hmm. tiberius essentially just kind of slowed down slowed down. he's a lizard he was an iguana so eventually he was cold-blooded yeah. tiberius just slowed down and then eventually just passed away just died yeah and um what and that was great. it turns out and now he's buried in our backyard lived a great life 23 years that's a long that's a long time for an iguana yeah is it yeah Yeah. but most people kill their iguanas in the first year they kill if they they, yeah they accidentally don't take care of them right oh um so the other two like crash kind of uh the other two iguanas that tiberius was part of crush wise um they were they died almost immediately what do you mean the eggs the the hatching yeah they're in a crash if i'm using that word right oh okay um so that. and then um and then but then but if they live past that first year they could live to they mostly live to be around 12 or 15 and andy Cause he's really good with animals. Damn thing. Damn, lived 23 years. So
2: it's amazing. Well, yeah. I, I feel like you as a couple have done your, your oh. diligence as a animal lovers and you can coast on these dogs as long.
1: as. You- <laughs> and Tigger, the cat. Don't forget Tigger, the cat yeah. would we brought in? Cause, and she had to have dental work that I believe Chris paid a grand for. And, um, the, um, But the vet was hilarious because the vet was like, how old is this cat? I think I told you this already. And the vet didn't believe that the cat was 15. So Chris told him that the cat was, she was 15. And he heard those words, turned to me. I was sitting next to Chris and said, how old is this cat? <laughs> and I said, she's old. She's not dumb. <laughs> the cat's 15, 2007 And uh, and then I guess Andy picked up the cat and the vet said, How old is this cat? Oh my god. And so I guess the cat looks pretty good for 15 is the word. Wow. Um all right. I'm glad that vet
2: is not a your personal physician because <laughs> does not believe anything, any symptoms.
1: Right. Um, right. Hmm. You guys want well, to take break? Okay. Okay. Let's take another break. Since we reached our highest milestone during the Max Fun Drive, we are creating a Max Fun Foley library full of sound effects from your favorite hosts. The whole Max Fun community will be able to use it. So, what would you like it to feature? People high fiving, walking through mud. Chicken clucking, jazz kazoo. Head to maximumfun.org/foley. That's maximumfun.org/f o l e y, and submit your ideas. We're excited to make this silly thing together, and even more excited to see what you all create with it. And thank you again for a great Max Fun drive. Premises because I'm I'm working on this thing about how I I think I I I posted the setup because the guy that clips out some of my stuff, he keeps um because you know how sometimes a setup in the very beginning, when the first time you do it, it'll get a laugh. Right. If,
2: uh and Becky, are you what, claiming your setups? Is that how paranoid you are about joke that <laughs> Like you're claiming your setups are really. <laughs>
1: hey everybody nobody else do any jokes about how they might be they might have some sense of a of a, that i'm not an atheist essentially is the whole thing the bit is that i'm not an atheist there are a lot of comics who are, have jokes about being atheists and um you know not all of them are straight white men but i think numbers wise mostly straight white men just because uh you're already living you you are god it's all working out (laughs) uh everybody else has to believe in something bigger than that's why they're atheists (laughs) yes if you if you if you are if you're a person of color if you're a woman if you're marginalized in any way you have to believe that there's some sort of something greater than yourself that has a plan (laughs) because you're
2: like i'm just gonna it'll be fair at some point in this long life of ours
1: yeah or there's or there's there's a a rhyme and reason to be a decent person anyway you're just like because straight white guys are like well you know it's all it's all come together and you're like "Mm." so that (laughs) premise isn't great
2: <laughs> we have a uh, higher than I thought. Do we have more ma- male listeners than female listeners? This
0: past right? year, it flipped. It has been primarily female listenership for the rest of the run, and then this year, it split over.
1: Interesting. Well, we're, at, I've, I think, I think we're both a bit ahead with with uh, dudes for yeah. a long time.
0: <laughs> but
1: the you. right the right kind of men quite honestly Great. and yes there is a right kind what if, uh, what if and it's the wrong man and they're hate listening i mean that's
0: <laughs> a i'd be getting meaner messages if you're
2: if you're gonna hate listen please hate pay <laughs> <laughs> hey hey Join the Patreon immediately <laughs> at the the most hateful level, twenty dollars.
1: <laughs> <laughs> or max fund two hundred bucks a month, please. Yes, do. <laughs> you'll get a you'll get a brick with your name on it. Is that what you get? Yes. I feel like that's what they were getting. It was pretty. It sounded amazing. <laughs> I know, but if you you if it's a
2: hate purchase, then we'll throw the brick at your head. It, <laughs> but the way it is now, it goes on their wall. Right. 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 Um, like, let's see. I, uh, I was like talking to Bruce, my manager, Bruce Smith. And, uh, you know, I'm like, I'm depleted now. I got nothing. Cause even, even anything I'm <laughs> I think thematically comedians, you are who you are and you're going to revisit things over and over again, but at a different age in your life. So it'll, so it will feel familiar to you, but it'll be like, Oh, I have a new insight on this. Let me start over. Right. Yeah. So right now, I don't know. It's weird. Plus I listened to a lot of comedy recently, like a lot of, like a lot of comedy in LA going, okay, this is, this is, this is being said a lot. This topic's being hit a lot. There's just a lot of, part of me is like, there's too much comedy. There's too much. There's not enough topics for all of us to be individual <laughs> topics. You know? It's, it's weird. I mean, because if, if you're, for me, I've written comedy from the inside out, right? So this thing happened to me and I think about it I'm mad about it or whatever. And then I come up with a joke versus, um, well, all right, I need a new hour. What's, oh, uh, okay. Uh, scotch tape. Hmm. Let me do some, you know what I mean? Like when you're writing, when you're looking for topics, you yeah. kind to of look at the same things that everyone else looks at. And yeah. it's risky. It's, it's not as, I don't know.
1: It's risky. When, when I first started doing stand-up, there were these comics who'd come to Madison and work at uh, Sam Kinnison's brother, Bill Kinnison's club. Mm-hmm. And uh, a couple of them would take us, the seven young comics the new comics right on these comedy field trips <laughs> what <laughs> do tell 1984 they're like let's go and we'll try to write jokes about uh what we see at like the ca- the Mad- madison is the capital of wisconsin yeah. so we went yeah. to the capitol building we went um you know we wandered around of course we ended up at bars and doing coke but other than that it was like um so th- i mean there was th- that material was going to come up anyway but the um but when we tried to go to like the museums and the and the capital it's almost impossible to go oh this is scotch tape let me write a joke about scotch tape that isn't again just sort of like why you know why is it, you know, the only, actually the only funny scotch tape joke I ever heard was, and I don't know who told this joke, but it was, it was, I'm going to guess. Okay. It might've been, but it was, you know how, when you rip off the scotch tape, that, that, uh, the sharp edge, serrated edge, the serrated edge, mm-hmm. the comic, and it was a dude, I can't remember who it was, was talking about how it was literally so sharp. And then where he didn't go with it, what I always thought was he could have gone with it, but I don't know, was like that would have been like a shiv, you know, and you could like fight with it or something like that. Because he was talking about, you know, I uh, how you could use it as a how he almost killed himself with it. It was kind of dumb. Yeah. But if you were going to talk about how, how very, very sharp it was, and, and cause it is pretty sharp and you could end up cutting your finger if you do, if you do it. But if you, I mean, you're not going to arm the Ukrainian army with it. Right. I mean, you're not going to be like, this is, this should be regulated. I'm scratching myself at it right now. My point <laughs> is,
2: is how standup is written is very, very slow, but like, And Chris Titus, Bruce was saying, writes like a new 90 minute show every year, which is kind of like the English and the Australian model where they write a show that has a theme. So they write to the theme, you know, and then they do it at their whatever their culminating festival of the season is, you know, Edinburgh or Melbourne or whatever. And then they record it, you know as I clip it out, put it put the clips out on Instagram. I tweeted that um every Australian comic, it looks like they've only done comedy and sold out opera houses because we never see video of Australians at a fucking laundromat doing something. <laughs> I don't know I don't know how things work over there, right? But <laughs> um but writing something that way is very different and it's it's like writing a play almost and I don't know. I just, that's not how I do stand up. That's not what I, what I like about stand up is if there's a nasty feeling inside about something and then, <laughs> then it comes up and then it comes out and then you play around with it and then it's a joke. You know, that's what I like about it. I like that whole, that whole. I will
1: say this is in the early 2000s when the first, like the late 90s, early 2000s, solo shows became very po- popular and they're popular again. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. um, I wrote one about the men in my family. It was called "Salesmen and Thieves," right? <laughs> and I turned nice it style. into, and it, I turned it into standup. So I mean, it feels like that's what they do—the the the British model, right? That that Edinburgh. Uh, well, it's got to be funny, right? Because it's uh, right. it's
2: comedy, Edinburgh. Yeah, but. I'm just saying how, how I go about it is not, you know, I'm going to write a 60 minutes of stand up Like I'm still, I'm sorry. I'm still working funny bones or whatever, where they don't know who I am and they got free tickets. Okay. So I'm, I'm not like, like, like Mark Marin can go to the dynasty and go, I don't have any new material. I just did a special, but I'm going to fuck around for an hour.
1: People will pay to see that. I As cannot, well they will with, Rory you know, Scoble does that at the Elysian. Yeah. Wednesday now. Wow. I can't. I don't know. I
0: I think you could. I'd go watch. You could could. an hour. Not on the
1: road.
2: Not on the road. I don't know. But you could do a a
0: monthly like standing thing. Fuck. There's so many comics who would go watch you work your written material from to written.
2: I don't
1: want comics in my audience. well that that's all that those are the people it's all industry and comics that are watching Marin and yeah, and I don't think maria that's and, at
0: those things for the most part
1: really yeah. yeah 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 and they're working on stuff and it's just they're just saying stuff out loud you can i mean rory doesn't do you know he's worked on the stuff at the elysian he's worked on the stuff at. These people are working at the stuff of Dynasty or that um, PDA that Maria goes to and does like a 10 a.m. or a noon. Yeah. On Sundays. Um, Those are just she's just working the premises. And then when she goes on the road, she's got punchlines because she's been talking for an hour. It's it's you have the personality to milk the goodwill to get Mm -hmm. to some punchlines in it. You just that isn't your idea of a good time.
2: Yeah. <laughs> God, I don't want to talk for 10 minutes to no laughs and then get a laugh finally while I'm milking. It is not my idea of a good time.
1: I do. Uh Jason van Glass asked me if I wanted to do something like that at the clubhouse. And I do. I'm doing a clubhouse so, end,
2: but I don't think it's something like that.
1: Well, it did uh I think he just offered me a 15, but he said that I could do. He was he was very generous. Mm-hmm. So, but it would be fun to do the PDA thing. Um,
2: oh, Pete, is
1: that's Maria's thing? Yeah, it's it's the Pasadena something association. It's not public display of affection, but I that's how I remember the initials. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's the Pasadena uh, playhouse of some sort. Yeah. Well,
2: I don't know. So I'm like I'm in the punchline. In a couple of weekends, right? May sixth, yep. I'm at the Time Community Center in Oshkosh, May 18th. May yep. uh, May 19th and 20th, I'm a, a laughing tap. Uh, and I'm at the Siren in Portland in June 23rd to the 24th. Now, I will be bring, doing my act that I just did at the special at all of these shows, minus as many jokes as I can get rid of and replace with other things, but I only I move at my own pace. I can't like, you know. Right.
1: It, it doesn't happen instantaneously. Mostly because, yeah. So I'm doing Seattle uh, the 22nd of April, 21st and yeah. 22nd of April. I'm doing Uncab. And then that first week of May, I'm at the Comedy Cellar. Ooh. And uh, the first through the the 7th. The and then, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, June... Wait, May's pretty light besides that Vegas week. From the look of it, I'm doing the Laughing Tap the 2nd and 3rd of June. And then I think I'm doing the Lincoln Lodge on the 9th. Oh, and in Chicago? In Chicago. Okay. And, um, oh, wait. Actually, right after the Vegas thing, I'm going with Maria to North Carolina. So I'm working... I'm working you know, May 1st through the 10th, 11th, 10th, uh, Las Vegas and then North Carolina. That's that. That's by May, I guess. OK, well, that's all right. Guess what? Guess what time it is? Is it?
2: Yeah. yeah. Maximumfun.org.
0: Comedy and culture.
2: Artist owned, audience supported.